It's the end of the night and the kids are in bed. You turn to your wife, but she won't give you hope. You look to your iTunes and what do you find? A podcast that should help pass the time. It's swing and miss. You won't learn a thing, you'll probably get pissed off. This is Swing and Miss. Welcome, welcome back. It has been too long. It, uh, I've missed you. Awkward silence. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just flying solo tonight. Um, get all the awkwardness out of the way uh, right off the bat and, and just dive right into it. Um, <clears throat> you can uh, catch us at on, on the Twitter at swing underscore n underscore miss. Uh, catch all our hot takes, uh, which we, we've been a little lackluster, but we we were you know it was a long season, uh, in which we were part of about six seven percent of. Uh, but it was it was tough to keep up with that uh, type of rate, and as you can tell. Uh, my buddies, uh, you know, are, are exhausted from from that, and and can't blame them. Uh, but uh, actually, uh, I was fortunate enough to get some time, so figured we talk a, a little baseball tonight. Uh, last time we we made some postseason predictions. That's how long ago it's been. And yes, I I will say that I picked the Royals to go to the World Series. Uh, unfortunately, I picked them to lose to the pirates so uh it, it was a it, they were definitely the best team uh just a well put together team and and uh they had been there before all those cliche things uh the mets uh they just uh ran out of pixie dust and uh they'll be they'll be back maybe uh, they, they probably will be. I don't see a Nationals collapse, but uh, I, I, I think, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. But it's a, I think it's a, it'll make those guys hungrier, and they have a good core there. But the Royals uh, doing great things, and it'll be interesting to see if they they can sign anybody here in the off season. But uh, most recently has been uh, the the awards. And it, it's it's always interesting to see who actually gives a shit about these awards and and who <clears throat> thinks they really matter. Uh, the rookie of the year was Carlos Correa. Actually, it was pretty close. That was pretty pretty surprising. Uh, Lindor, I think, got 14 first place votes. Correa got 19. Would have been interested in hearing uh, rise. Uh, take on that, uh, thinking that Correa should have walked away. I mean, you, you look at it; they the numbers were fairly close, but but I think uh, Correa should have been probably a little bit. I mean, he he was hitting third on a on a playoff team, 
and you can talk about clutch or not, but I mean, he, he, he was, he was, he was quite the player, but I think Lindor quietly had a pretty magnificent rookie year. And uh, I think he'll be uh, a really nice player going forward. Uh, so uh, great there at uh, international league, Chris Bryant, unanimous, Matt Duffy in second there. Uh, Bryant, just a nice season. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up position-wise. But um, he's he's got a world of talent, 30-plus 30, 30 home run power uh, perennially, I'd say. And then manager of the year, this is always great. Uh, we had uh, Joe Madden in the National League. And uh, probably, you know, probably well deserved. I think, I think uh, you can't overlook people like Clinton Hurdle. I don't think you you can even look at, overlook Matheny. And it, it's maybe those guys get get the notoriety because um, they've been there. Their season better. It's almost like the expectations are higher. But I'm, I know Madden could, could fall into that as well. But he he's in a whole different different situation now and the Cardinals dealt with injuries the Pirates you know they deal with a tight payroll and and I think Hurdle should be given some acknowledgement of that working with with a little bit tighter constraints uh Madden didn't have necessarily those constraints uh not saying that that uh you know anybody expected this team to do that and I think he was certainly up for the and, and I'm a big Madden fan I know Justin would would disagree with me here, uh, but but I think Madden is a brilliant coach. I I don't know. I think um I think I think Terry Collins finished third. I don't even uh, know who finished second. I guess probably Matheny or Hurdle. Probably Matheny. I would I would think. Right? Couldn't have been Mattingly. Uh. So. Anyway, those four were were in it, uh, but I would I would think uh, Collins really. I think did a great job too. So, uh, just I, you know, maybe any one of those four, I think you could have gone with, uh, because even though Madden's on a big payroll team, it's not necessarily uh, they're they're not necessarily spending what what they can ultimately get to for for a big push, and and I think they're going to spend big this year. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll talk about that later, and then. Who was it in the American? Oh, yeah, Bannister. And, yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, you, you can't, you know, really give it to, to Gibbons. I don't I don't think in Toronto um, or Girardi. <clears throat> in the, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how you, you know, I, I mean, honestly, it's hard not to give it back to Ned Yost. I mean, he, he dominated it again, and with a, a lot of people didn't. I mean, no one was picking them to to win the Central, myself included. Um, it, you know, I had them in the playoffs, but I did not have them winning the division. I did not have him uh, having the best record in the American League. Uh, very few people did, and I think that is part of the calculus. In, in deciding manager of the year. 
Bannister definitely had an you know did an amazing year. He he was limited what he had. Uh, they did they started without Darvish, but they brought in um, they brought in Hamels. I mean, the other part is was that division really as good as people were saying it was coming into it? Are the Angels really that great? I mean, they're a solid team. Uh, the Mariners, I, that that team is just. It's just not put together well. Uh, Houston, I think, you know, they were a little inflated. I think they came back down to earth. I think they're a streaky team. Uh, I think they're going to get better. But <clears throat> I don't think they were. I mean, I think they I mean, they almost weren't in the playoffs the last you know few days of the season there. I mean, they have some deficiencies in their team uh, makeup. So, you know, Bannister, yeah, did a great job. It's hard to argue with it. Uh, I'm going with my, I would have gone with Ned Yost. Uh, so mine would have been, um, you know, I don't know. I'd probably Ned Yost and and I'd probably go with Clinton Hurdle. You know, I, I'd go with, like I said, Matheny, Eric Collins, definitely well-deserved too. And, and I think Madden's <clears throat> would have been up there uh, as well. Um, I would have given him one of the slots, but uh, he, maybe you know, maybe uh, maybe I don't know. They had a lot of wins. They were they were almost the second highest team. I mean, they were the. It, it, it was a good season. So anyway, I'm not gonna belabor that. Cy Young, maybe. Uh. E A L Dallas Keuchel, nice beard. Uh, can't you know? Not a surprise. Uh, this guy just came out of nowhere last year. Had a great season, and and no one thought he was going to repeat that. Uh, and, and and what he does is just doesn't even repeat it. He he did, repeats it and then some, and and just a phenomenal year. I uh, I thought David Price should. Uh, he would have gotten my vote. I, I would have put Price first, Keuchel second. The the reason, well, first, just you know, you vote before the postseason starts, so those votes are in, uh, and and just they don't announce the winners until after the postseason. You know, I guess it it must extend uh, the lifespan of the. It's like gasping for air. You know the the baseball season so you can't let it end it's everything must trickle and and it serves as a waiting period i guess uh as as we wait for the free agency to unfold and everything's kind of you know dropped in to make sure that you never that there's never a lull in the baseball season eventually there will be in late january and early February, but of course, then by mid-February, it's back up and kicking again. And soon here, it's going to be kicking again with excitement. Uh, anyway, off on a tangent uh, on that, David Price had, I think, just a more dominant regular season and really down the stretch was the better pitcher. Keuchel didn't really slow down, but I think Price was just a, you know at a phenomenal level and really took the Blue Jays on his back. If if you if you ask me, and I include the postseason, then I'm giving Keuchel, uh, and it's because he he dominated in the postseason, 
three days rest, comes back, dominates again, uh, just a competitor. And Price just completely, I mean, he just, he just wasn't, he wasn't uh, too impactful. I mean, yeah, he had some good innings here and there, but he, uh, he also had some pretty bad ones. So um, I would have gotten Price. And Yenel, that's the one I probably had the bigger beef with. It's, uh, to me, Jake Arrieta wins the, the Cy Young, and, and I think it was really close. But Clayton Kershaw, I mean, 300, 300 strikeouts. You can't. It's it's tough to ignore that. That just uh, it's been so long since it's been done, and it it just shows how dominant he is. And we're going off, unfortunately, waiting too much uh, statistics still today uh, as ERA and and wins. So uh, it's it's unfortunate. I think Granky was even second, so that he was third. And I think, I I mean, I definitely would have gone Kershaw. I think, you know, Granky then Arietta. In in there, it's razor thin, but but I think between the separation between those two guys and Kershaw, there's enough to see the light and and you know the guy's gonna if he. If he doesn't get hurt, keeps pitching at a at a solid level. Yeah, I mean, and now right now he's pitching at at ridiculous Randy Johnson type level. So uh, if he continues up something even you know seventy eighty percent of that for for a while longer, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, uh, regardless or not. But he to me, uh, it's 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 sad, especially for pitchers because they don't really. I mean, that's their opportunity. I mean, any player. And that's their. That might be his last year to to win one of those. And I feel like we it's it's like a charity, a little bit. And and it's tough to say that when you look at Jake Arrieta's video game stats. But and I'm not taking anything away from him because <clears throat> he had a Cy Young season. It, you know, so I don't. I'm not like sitting out here and 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 saying that he didn't have a Cy Young season. He just unfortunately two other guys did too, and one of them had one of the best seasons of all time. So. I, I really, uh, it, it's really tough for me, and I feel almost like the manager, this, this guy, you know, it's almost like the expectations are higher for Clayton Kershaw, and what else do you want this guy to do, uh, but just go out there and freaking dominate, and, you know, anyway, so that's the Cy Young, MVPs will come out soon, um, I, you know, Donaldson, I'm guessing, is, is is the favorite. Um, I think you know Trout will, will be in there, but he might be getting a second. That's a guy who who probably should have won at least another MVP, and maybe he 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 you know maybe Trout never wins another MVP. You know he I mean, at least for now doesn't have Bryce Harper in his league, so uh, he he might be okay. But uh, and and Harper's gonna be the NL MVP, so. Uh, I think we'll we'll know that. I think that's definitely deserved for Harper and and Donaldson or, or Trout. One of those, yeah, you can go either way. To me, I'm I'm giving it to, to Trout. I think he was on a lesser team, and uh, maybe some of the bias to me that I think he should have won at least before. And since it's a toss up, you should you know Trout deserves multiple because um, he really he's had three MVP seasons. 
So we'll get to uh, we'll get to the off season uh, here in a second. In case you didn't know, we love MLB trade rumors. It's it's just so easy, you know. You don't you know. Kind of gives you the highlights of the Twitter. You don't have to do any like research. Just gives you, you know, a percentage, a, a small percentage of really what's going on. I think MLB trade rumors could, could like triple their content and really do a lot better, but I'm guessing content costs and they know better than me. Who am I? I have 13, probably only six real followers on Twitter. So anyway, uh, MLB trade rumors. So we we're gonna look at their top ten list or their top fifty list, but we're we're gonna look at the top ten. Maybe I'll pick some of my favorites. I've picked. Uh, these are probably all wrong, but uh, I'm I'm gonna we'll say my team, but that I picked. But we'll mostly just talk about the player real quick, and uh, what the expectation can be for them. Uh, number one is we just uh, talked about David Price. Yeah, Chicago Cubs. Is my pick for him. Uh, I think you're looking at a guy 30 years old. I think he's going to get that seven-year contract. Um, I think it's going to be probably, uh, I was looking, you know, Cole Hamels is getting somewhere around 24. So I think Price will probably get something, you know, higher than that, maybe up around uh, closer to 30 million, but I think a little less. So I think, you know, seven one ninety for price. Um, I haven't really even looked at other people's projections, but that's that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say seven one ninety. Man, I, I should write this down, right? This is this is like good stuff. Where's my I'll just do it on my phone here. Okay, price seven one ninety. Put it in the bank. All right, Hayward. Hayward, the number two. Um, I think he's going for a lot of years. Uh, you know, he'll probably get opt-out clause or something after four or five years. But he's 26, so uh, I, I'm thinking he's getting at least seven years. Um, <clears throat> but he'll probably get, you know, I, I think someone will go like 10 years on him, honestly. And uh, the, the money, I think, will be... Uh, around, um, you know, not not like super high, uh, so I think it'll be probably closer to the twenty million a year. So I'm gonna say ten. I'm gonna say ten two hundred. So I got price making less, but I got him at a better annual. Um, maybe that's stupid. Is 10 200 stupid? Let's go 10 220. Let me go 10 220. Okay. All right. I'm not, not to slow us down here. Granky. All right. Granky, probably less years, you know, five or six years. Um, oh, I had Hayward going to the Yankees. 
Uh, you know, I think they'll probably hope. You know, I'm guessing they'll try to trade Brett Gardner, uh, but I think you sign him with the Yankees. Uh, Granky, I, I think he'll resign with the Dodgers. I've seen some stuff where he might like not sign, be back in the Dodgers' plans to sign. Not going to try to sign old people anymore. So uh, Freeman trying to use some trying to use some discretion there. Uh, but we'll see. I, I think he's going to come back. I, I, I'll predict uh, a five-year deal at um, 140. Because he turned on 70-something, five for 140. That's what I'll go with Granky. Who do we got next? Justin Upton. I have Upton going to the Angels. I don't know if that's a good pick or not. Um, probably not a good pick. I think they're still paying Pretty much all of Josh Hamilton's contract. Um, Upton's young too. I think he's only twenty-eight, right? So I think he'll get six years at twenty, maybe a little bit higher annual than Hayward. He's at twenty-three, so that'd be six for one forty, maybe six for one. 30. I'm going to go 6 for 130. Um, Chris Davis, Colorado Rockies. Don't ask me why I picked that. I, I have no idea. I think he's a little older. I, I, I'm not going to go a lot of years on him. I'm thinking 5 at 25. So 5. 125. I guess Upton's got to go for more than that. Let's say 5 for 120. Let's say Upton 6 for 140. Let's go 6 for 140. Davis 5 for 120. Um, no rhyme or reason here. Suspedis. Uh, I have him going to the Dodgers. Uh, I think he's getting you know, easily 20 mil per year. Um, 30 years old, so he probably gets maybe five years for one. We'll say 110 for 22 a year. Five for 110. Alex Gordon. I, oh, wait. No, wait. Sorry. I'm, I jumped in two, two ahead. Gordon Zimmerman. I'm going to the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know if that's a. They need pitching, so he might come down to their budget. I think he's a five-year pitcher. Um, but I don't know if he's going to get 100. I, I just think he's more of like a 17, 18. Well, he does log the innings. I think he'll get his 20 a year. I'm going to go 5-100. Zimmerman. Cueto. I have Cueto going to the Giants. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they're looking at another pitcher. I don't think they can get Granky uh, or Price, so <clears throat> maybe they'll get someone like Cueto. They they can do some of these reclamation projects. I think uh, he'll get uh, five and ninety. No, I think he'll get five and a hundred. I'm just gonna put him and Zimmerman at the same. I think they're about the same. Gordon. Put going to the Tigers, but I, I think he's he's gonna get 
five or six years. No, no, I, I'm going to stay with five. Um, and let's say he's. I'm going to put him at five and a hundred. I'm just going to put five and a hundred. I know it's generic, but uh, but I'm going with the Tigers because I think they need a, a left-handed bat. If I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Victor Martinez is just not the answer, and they have a big outfield. Uh, if they had Gordon, they'd have the ghost uh, Rajay Davis platoon in center. Uh, they have J.D. Martinez in right, so a pretty nice outfield right there. You know, maybe they, I don't know how good J.D. is in right, but they, they could have a pretty good center and left that would make up for that. And then they'd be pretty solid. I think um, that's Castellanos and, and Iglesias and and they have Miggy, and and uh, you know they need a catcher probably. Uh, they and they need Martinez to bounce back, and and Kinsler they got at second base. So yeah, that's a team. I think that's a good fit. That's actually one of. I, but you know, does he go there, or can the Royals give him something close to that? Last guy, Ian Desmond. Can't believe he's number ten. I don't think he's getting five. I think he's going to get four. Um. I think he's going to get four for 75. I just don't think a team's going to pay him a ton. I don't think he's a shortstop for that much longer. He's, I don't even think he's a shortstop anymore now. So if he doesn't show the power, he's not going to, you know, what's he going to be a third baseman? <clears throat> Had a pretty bad defensive year. So four for 75. That's what I predict for Desmond. Uh, some other guys here. I like, I love how Weeders was the 15th ranked and he accepted the qualifying offer. So that was good. Um, I, Kobe Rasmus is 26. He accepted. Uh, Byung Ho Park is, has been claimed by the Twins. And Maeda is actually 14th. That's a guy, I have him going to the Cubs. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm, you know, some people, it's all over the place. But either way, Cubs, I think, are definitely going to lock up one big-time guy and, you know, get at least a secondary solid guy. And uh, Maeda could be that guy. Yeah, and Ben Zobrist, I, I have with the Nationals. Uh, they're one of the lots of teams that could be a fit for him. So it's just how much someone wants to pay. Austin Jackson's the 35th between Soria and Clippard. He's ahead of, yeah, I guess I can see why he's ahead of these other guys. But 35th is still, David Freeze is 31st, Hap is 30th. Marco Estrada was 29th. He got locked up. Anderson's 28th. He took the offer. Tim Rasmus and Weeders, first ever. All three of them. Ian Kennedy's 19th. Got him going to the Tigers. Hmm. Tigers are making a lot of moves in my head. Gordon and Kennedy. All right. Uh, trades. There were some trades. Uh, but I'll only really talk about Kimbrel. That that was a uh, pretty um, wild trade. I think it was ill-advised. Uh, it, it just seemed like Ruben Amaro Jr. too. 
Except Ruben just gave money with not lots of prospects. So it's 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 tough for me to <laughs> tough for me to say you know sit here and argue with Dombrowski, but but um I'm not arguing with him because he's not gonna talk to me. He won't return my calls or my twitters, my tweets. I call them twitters. My own little personal word for it. Now y'all know. It's okay. It's time. It's time that you knew about how I have a my own personal made up word for tweets called Twitters. So yep. But uh back to Craig Kimbrell. Uh, I think he's on the decline. I don't I don't even know if he's the number one reliever anymore. Uh, so let's you know just starting with him and and uh, what what team take away Mariano Rivera has won World Series with the best closer. Um, it, it's I'm I'm sure it happens and and but you know the Red Sox had Papelbon, Yankees had Mariano. Okay, yeah, there's some years there, but. There's definitely some teams who have won it. Arizona Diamondbacks, remember that guy? Young, young, young Kim. Was that his, wasn't that his name? You know, if all those, like, they just blew save after save against the Yankees, but the Diamondbacks still came back and won because Schilling and Johnson were just freaking superheroes. Uh, but you don't, I just, they need starting pitching. Uh, what are you doing? Manny Margot is a is a blue chip prospect, and and yeah, I, I I I I'm totally on board with trading Manny Margot. Like, definitely trade him. You have an outfield. Uh, you have plenty of outfield options. I I think uh, you know the Red Sox are a team, especially with that left field, that they can always be good in the outfield as long as they have. One solid center fielder, I think. Uh, you know, the right fielder's got to be good too, but the left fielder, I think, you know, you can hide a guy there. Um, so they don't need to worry about outfield. They, they, uh, they don't need. They, they, they do need better bullpen arms because their bullpen was pretty bad. And, and I'm not saying Yuahara is invincible because he's he's 40, I think, years old, or he's, he's somewhere up there, and. You know, Tazab was you know solid, and and they got some pieces, but they they need more depth, and and go ahead and get more depth. I mean, if your if your team's good enough, and and you're close, and you've blown some saves, uh, go out and get a closer at the deadline. But but to do this and get Kimberl, whose whose state stats are not even phenomenal anymore. I mean, they're really good, but they're not phenomenal uh, for a team that has many other holes. Is is just um, I, I get dealing the prospects. Deal them. I, I agree, especially the Red Sox. That maybe Sherrington was holding on to him a little too much. Maybe there wasn't a deal to be made at that time. Maybe it didn't make sense because uh, let them build more value since they they just weren't going to win even with a trade or two. Uh, but but uh, you know I guess he wasn't given a chance, or he wouldn't have been given a chance. He would he could have stayed on, but he wouldn't have been really making decisions anymore. But um, I agree. Trade the prospects, but. Trade them for the right assets. What do you? 
trade trade Kimball's the last the last player you want to trade for if you're Dave Dombrowski and the Red Sox. Yet that's the player that they traded for. Um it you know, the Phillies got Papelbon. Papelbon actually did really well. I think he had some bumps early, but he's he's done really well. So you know, they didn't win a championship with Papelbon. Uh, even though he was he did everything he was paid to do. So I I, I don't understand it. Um uh, even Mariano Rivera has blown his share of games in the postseason. So uh nothing's a sure thing. Uh what's more of a sure thing is a starting pitcher can give you seven innings. Uh in tough AL East games and, and in postseason. Not Craig Kimbrell. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Sweet whiskey. Hmm, tastes good. One trade we didn't mention, or not trade, a uh, free agent signing. Sorry, the first one that I know of is, uh, I don't even think made the top 50 list for MLB trade rumor. Shame on you. Because uh, he was able to secure a two-year deal for the second straight free agency period he's been involved in. Uh, Cliff Pennington. I think he would get, uh, he got himself 3.25 million in guaranteed money so it's more than I'll ever see and he got himself a good little gig and uh, he's a good little defender and uh, you know doesn't do much with the bat but that's uh, that's okay he's got value he must be a really good clubhouse guy so uh, you know that's and, and that's you know that's going to be tonight's shout out to, to Cliff Pennington and, and just you know the little guy in general and just you know all right, you, you know, take your three point two five million and just be happy with it, and and, uh, and just be a pillar in the support of mankind. Don't don't think you need to be up on the veranda on the chaise lounge, you know, eating a club sandwich and drinking a martini. Right, be a pillar, be holding up the veranda. Right, you know, take on the swollen calves that will eventually come there. All the fluid, the edema that will eventually persist through your through your lower calves, uh, creating creating cankles, uh, Missouri canks. Anyway, it's been a great night, and uh, we'll try to get on to the, uh, hopefully there'll be some signings the next time we, uh, we have a show, which hopefully won't be too long. So, sayonara. One, two, three.